Hi, everybody. Uh, this is the clinical scenario attached to the uh, SVT knowledge video. Um, so the scenario is, and I'd just, just like to mention that there are ECGs involved in this scenario. So if you're listening as a podcast, uh, do log in later online to view the ECGs. Uh, so the scenario is that you're presented, you're called by the emergency department. A 36-year-old female patient has presented with palpitations. Here is the ECG. What I'd like you to do is first talk through the ECG and then subsequently describe your approach to managing this patient. So this is a 36-year-old female with an ECG showing a narrow, complex, regular tachycardia, um, which is therefore an SVT. Um, I can't see any clear evidence of retrograde, uh, retrograde P-wave activity. Um, so my next steps would be to assess this patient and take a clear uh, but concise history so thinking about when these palpitations came on, um, what other concurrent symptoms she's been having, i.e. chest, especially cardiac symptoms such as chest pain, shortness of breath, and very importantly, whether she's had any pre-syncope or syncope. Um, with these pal and then apart from this episode, I'd like to know whether she's had any episodes prior to this and how long it's been going on for, and particularly whether these palpitations are sudden onset and sudden offset, um, which... Uh, which will help put, put me more towards uh, cardiac, uh, cardiac pathology. Um, and I would also try to keep a broad mind and understand what else she has going on in her life. Um, does she have any other medical uh, comorbidities? Does she uh, have any other uh, symptoms or worries at the moment? I suppose she's of childbearing age, so I need to ascertain whether she might be pregnant. Um, and also then taking a bit of history about uh, uh, social history, uh, especially with regards to um, whether it's affecting her job or and how it's affecting her life, and whether she takes any rec recreational drugs and any other medications and allergies. I think really the management of this depends on whether she's hemodynamically stable or unstable, whether she has any other adverse features, uh, such as um, shock, uh, signs, of, signs of heart failure or recent syncope, um, and then would be determined by that. Okay, um, so let's say she's hemodynamically stable. Um, how would you proceed to subsequently further assessing and managing? So I think if she's hemodynamically stable, my next step is to try and understand what's the diagnosis, like what's causing this uh, SVT. Um, it's regular with no clear P wave activity that um, I can see. So I'd like to try and uncover those First of all, I could think about doing vagal maneuvers. Uh, so I could um, either ask the patient to blow into a syringe or a carotid sinus massage. I'd obviously make sure I was doing this with a continuous rhythm strip printing um, and also making sure that uh, I take relevant precautions such to make sure they hadn't got carotid brewery or recent um, neurological events. Um, and if this didn't work, then I could think about medical options. Um, I'd consent the patient if I was thinking about giving adenosine um, so, uh, and I make sure that defibrillator pads on, and again, very importantly, rhythm strip um, printing as well. And I would give adenosine 
and they give enough adenosine starting at six milligrams and moving up uh, in six milligram increments to make sure I had clear AV nodal block, which would hopefully help uncover the underlying reason for this, whether it's nodal, a nodal dependent um, SVT or a nodal independent SVT. Um, okay, so uh, you give that treatment um, and actually it terminates the tachycardia. Um, here is uh, a 12 lead ECG uh, subsequently. I'd like you to describe what it would show or what it shows and how you subsequently look to, to manage the patient. So this ECG um, is at a rate of approximately 75 beats per minute uh, and regular. It shows important things it shows clear delta waves uh, which suggest an accessory pathway um, which suggests that her tachycardia is likely an AVRT and um, especially given this uh, responded uh, terminated with adenosine um, therefore I would take the use the history that I'd taken already and clarify any points especially with regards to whether she's had any recent red flag symptoms such as syncope or presyncope uh, and then I would that would help cancel my management now. Um, but whether a manager is uh, urgently or I can manage her in a more, more non-urgent fashion, I suppose. Um, okay. Um, what, what I'd like you to do is, is talk to me about how you would um, uh, explain this diagnosis to the patient. Okay. So I'd explain to the patient that, um, that the test that we've done today shows that there's likely um, an abnormal pathway, uh, conducting pathway in the heart, which can sometimes conduct very quickly and can cause or did cause and can also cause the palpitations that she had today, um, this very fast heartbeat. Um, in itself, this um, isn't, uh, isn't often isn't dangerous, but there is a slightly increased risk um, of sudden cardiac death. Um, and so it's important that we think about trying to uh, understand this pathway in more detail um, with various tests that we might want to do. Uh, and then I'd also then move on to talking to about the different treatment options, um, medications to try and uh, prevent conduction through the pathway, uh, and then further medications that she could take when she has um, uh, one of these arrhythmias again um, and what to do if these didn't terminate uh, and I could talk about the other option which is catheter ablation um, where we try and treat um, and get rid of the pathway the abnormally conducting pathway which would be more definitive treatment for her um, for underlying issue and that again would depend on, depend on the, a discussion between her and myself, and realistically, this is not something I decide by myself. So I'd definitely be involving my consultant and uh, perhaps the EP consultants for him. Okay. Um, so you mentioned about uh, catheter ablation. Could you describe uh, how you would explain that to the patient in more detail? Yeah. So I'd say uh, for catheter ablation of Wolf Parkinson White, um, it would. It would involve uh, normally procedures done under local anaesthetic, um, and we would um, access the heart from the groins, and we would put a 
different wires up into the chambers of the heart. Um, and there we would do some electrical tests to try and understand a bit more about the excess, the, the abnormal pathway. And if appropriate and if safe, we would try and burn um, the pathway so that it no longer was able to conduct um, and so that our heart can thereafter continue to conduct in just the normal fashion. Um, I'd say that this is a relatively safe procedure, especially just the uh, diagnostic body, the electrophysiological study. Um, and the ablation itself uh, does have some very small risks. And the one particular one to make her aware of uh, on top of the normal risks of the EP study would be the risk of perhaps needing a pacemaker. The risk of that is very low. Um, and we would make sure that we were ablating in a safe fashion before this. And the success rates are relatively, and I'd say the positive side, success, success rates of ablation are very, very high if we do choose to try and treat the pathway. Okay, um, so the, uh, the patient, you, you explained that to the patient, she's very keen to go home. Um, how would you advise her? Are you happy to send her home? So she's had what, just one, she's had an episode of um, dizziness recently, you're saying? Correct. I think she's had an episode of dizziness recently that to me would indicate pre-syncope, so I'd be worried about sending her home. So I discussed with my consultant and the team around me about what we would and should be offering the patient uh, and one of the things we might consider is keeping the patient in to offer her inpatient uh, workup and catheter ablation or we might want to talk as an early as an outpatient but uh, that's something I would definitely discuss with my team first before recommending or putting our recommendations to the patient but I suppose after all that if the patient does have capacity um, and choose a different option we would be on the bound to support her okay uh thank you that ends the scenario thanks very much